Hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Tribe Talk Show. I'm your host, Elsa Kerr, and today I have the lovely Sherry Lynn Anderson. We're going to be talking about her book. It's called Aunt Sadie's Letters of Hope and Healing. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, so I, I got to take a little peek at your book. And and so I, I'm a cover geek. I'm obsessed with book covers. Like, And yours is one of the prettiest ones I've ever seen. So if you don't mind, let me just start there. How did you come up with that book cover? Where'd you, oh. where'd you get that? Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, I worked with a company that um, actually helped to design it. And I basically just said, you know, these are the things I'm looking for. Um, A lot of the letters talk about flowers. Um, Even some of the letters, when I opened them up, I would find dried flowers in the letters. So I felt like flowers were just such an important part of the letters and the book and what she likes to talk about and share. And so I felt I had to have flowers. And then I worked with a... um, oh my goodness, a a publishing consultant. And uh, she recommended, I don't, it's hard to tell, but in the background of, in the cover, you can see two hospital beds. And so bringing that together with the flowers in the front and the letters on the bottom just kind of brought it all together. And I love the colors and they're, it's just very feminine. um, And it just represents, I think the book really well. It's so, yeah, it's so pretty. And it does give you, um, it does give you a feel in a sense very well of what's inside the book. It's, it's a book you just want to pick up and, and read and, and kind of hold it close to your heart. So beautiful selection on that. Thank um, you. You're welcome. So now let's talk about why I'm saying these things about this book because they don't know what it's about yet. So tell us a little of the background of your book. So my book is about my mom when she was 10 years old, uh, hospitalized with polio and paralyzed from the waist down. And her aunt, Aunt Sadie, wrote to my mother every day while she was hospitalized from November 1941 through March of 1942. And so it's the the letters and poems that she wrote to her, um, writing to a 10-year-old, but in a very um, mature type of way um, and just encompassing Uh, life that was going on outside, life that was happening, things that were happening with the family, and just kind of um, keeping her informed and just having her have something that she could get and receive every day. You know, when when there were no cell phones or computers, um, this was just a warm and meaningful way to connect with people and always stay in touch. And visiting hours were very difficult back then. It's not like it is today where you can pretty much, well, bar COVID, where you could pretty much um, go into the hospital at any time, visit somebody at any time. So it was very restrictive back then, Uh, maybe one or two days a week, uh, usually Wednesdays and Sundays for maybe about an hour. And so it didn't leave a lot of um, time and opportunity for people to come visit. So it, it made that very difficult overall. And so the letters like, and the poems just kind of kept that connection um, to my mother with everything that was going on outside of that little hospital room. That, you know, I I tell you what, that's so hard in in these modern times to even wrap 
your brain around that a 10-year-old child would be isolated like that from her family, from her friends, from her whole life for uh, for a full year? Was it a full year that she was in hospital or? she? It wasn't a full year. So it was from um, November. And I believe the letters start on November 13th. But I believe what had happened was the, what I could get out of it. Um, and for what my mother told me, which was very, very little because she just never really talked about it. Other than the fact that we knew she had polio, she never really talked about her experience. Uh, so when finding these letters, it was just so eye-opening because didn't know that they existed. Right. So she um, was actually in the hospital prior to the first letter. And I think for the first couple of weeks in November, she was truly isolated. And then they slowly moved her um, into a children's ward. And I'm not quite sure how many children were in a ward or in a room. Mm. Um, but at that point, she was able to be with some other children, but still, it's still a very isolating um, situation. And I just can't imagine um, just one day not being able to walk. Literally, she collapsed in the street, my grandfather picked her up and carried her to the hospital. And that was that was that. And it's just very hard to imagine being 10 years old, and then just, just collapsing like that and not being able to um, walk anymore. It, it is. It's so exceptional. And then, of course, you're, she's your great aunt, Sadie, correct? She's your great aunt? Yes. Okay. Correct. So, so it's also exceptional because now, you know, my, my, well, let's, I'm, I'm thinking about the 70s and the 70s and the 40s are, are certainly, you know, worlds apart, but that's still part of an era where adults and kids, there was just this line between adults and kids, right? There wasn't like, you know, kids go out and play and they stay out of the way and they stay quiet. And that's what you're supposed to do as a kid. And so for your, your great aunt Sadie to uh, have this relationship with her, her niece is so sweet, really. Um, it was very sweet and very special. Uh, my, my mom was actually closer with, um, with her aunt than she was with her own mother. They just had a special bond and they were very, very close. That's and it is very special and sweet. And um, a lot of people who read the book and some of the um, uh, <clears throat> the reviews on my book talk about how they wish they had had an aunt like that. And I'm always like, I wish I had an aunt like that. Because <laughs> I didn't have that either. Um, yeah. And I didn't unfortunately get to know my great aunt. She passed away um, in 1954 and I was born eight months later. So um, in September 54. So I never got to know her. So reading these letters was eye-opening on so many levels because I got to know my aunt, who I didn't know, based on the things that she wrote and what her life was like. And then it also opened a window into understanding who my mother was, because my aunt had such a huge influence on my mom and what type of person that she became. And the little mm -hmm. lessons and things that um, my aunt taught my mom in these letters and uh, it just so reflects who my mom became. So it was, it was very exciting and emotional and um, touching to, to read all of these and to get that um, connection. Absolutely. Yeah. What an incredible gift. I mean, to, to find that so unexpectedly, if I understood it right, you were helping clear out uh, an attic or a closet or, or uh, just parts of the home and you came across a, a wicker basket of letters. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So it was a storage unit that my mom had had um, where she was and we were cleaning things out and found the wicker basket in this storage closet. And I opened up the basket, you know, right? Isn't that what you do? Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and inside just all strewn about, nothing was 
like packaged up or put in any kind of order or anything, just totally strewn about in the basket. So there were love letters from my dad to my mom um, when they were courting and then all these letters from my aunt. And then there were just other pieces of um, history and life events that had no idea my mom had saved all of these things. She was um, not the type of person who would like put things on the refrigerator when you did a good job, but I guess they were so important to her that she saved them in another way. And so opening up this basket and seeing that she had saved all those things, that was also very, you know, emotional and like, wow, she really, (laughs) it was important to her Yeah. (laughs) and the letters and then finding all the letters. And so opening them up one by one, and I started to read them. I had asked my mom and uh, started to read them. And I was just so, um, because it was read very randomly and I was so touched and I'm like, oh my gosh, these are so beautiful and sweet. I have to do something with these. I have to share these Mm -hmm. and ask my mom permission if I can take these and do that. And she was more than thrilled to give those to me and going through this whole process. So going through this whole process, one of the letters um, talks about my aunt wanting to put these in a book and and have these um, published. And I, I got super emotional um, because here I am sitting and reading this letter for the first time as I'm putting the book together, realizing that I am doing something that she had always wanted to do. And it was just like, oh, it was just oh, that's <laughs> calling up my girlfriend. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, you know, I, and I get like this over things. Like, it's like it's like she needed you to find these. Like it's like she knew in some way that they're there. It's somebody's going to find these. Somebody's going to understand the value in this and they're going to take it to the next step. And you did. That's incredible. Yes. <laughs> yes. And oh. so um, I don't know if you can see this. So these are what the letters look like. Oh, it's um, tiny. These are the little and tiny, tiny little envelopes. There's over a hundred of them. And then when you open up the letters, you know, when you open up what's inside and you see these little little pieces of paper that she has, you know, managed to, you know, write all of this information on these little, little notes. Um, And then, yeah. And sending them to my mom that way. And just, (laughs) it's pretty amazing. I tell you what, it really does for me, at least it makes me miss that, that lost art of letter writing. Like it, you know, you, you forget. And I do, you know, and as we're talking about this, I do remember um, my aunt and I, when I was there, she lived in Cal or still does lives in California. And when I was young, we used to, we were like pen pals and we would write back and forth. And I, you know, and, and honestly, I can't tell you the last time I wrote a letter, maybe it was that. <laughs> Did this inspire you to do some letter writing? It, it inspires me to send more cards. I don't know mm-hmm. about necessarily letter writing, but when I do send something to somebody, I try to put a personal note in there. And I just think it, it really just means so much more, I think, to the person who's receiving it on the other end when they get something that's handwritten and they get a special note that somebody actually took the time and the care to sit down and do that versus just a quick text to somebody. Um, It's just a, it's just a warmer way of connecting with people, I think. And doing this, it's inspired me more to be more cognizant of that, to write little cards and notes and letters to people. So. Yeah, I feel inspired too to do the same. And I would imagine anyone who's read this now, and you have wonderful reviews on there, glowing reviews on Amazon. Thank and, you. And I, you're welcome. And um, I, I, 
am willing to bet that this has inspired people to to do the same. And, you know, and I think you're right. It's, you know, probably not so easy or practical to do full on letter writing right now, um, but or in general. But, yeah, just uh, something a little bit more personal than just, you know, XO Elsa. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm notorious for. I'm notorious. We all, we all do it. It's simple. <laughs> it's convenient. You get it done. You know, I mean, yes. we're all guilty. We're all guilty. So, oh. And that's, you know, that's just the way things have evolved and the way life is today. That's so, so true. You're right. Um, now, you know, this is probably a hard one to answer because I know you, I think there's like over a hundred letters in there and, and poems, but do you, is there a favorite? Do you have one that stands out the most to you or is that too hard to pick? No, no, no. I do have some favorites. Um, I do I have a favorite letter that's written on February 11th. That's a favorite long letter. Um, and in that letter, um, I guess my mom was going for pool therapy. And she probably did not want to do that. And so my aunt writes this beautiful letter um, talking about um, that my aunt goes somewhere and she wants to dip her foot in the stream. And she talks about how she does that and looking up at the sky. And you really feel like you're you're in that place with her um, as she's trying to tell my mom, you know, just go slowly, first a toe, then a foot. And you slowly do that and giving her that encouragement to that it's okay to go into the pool and to imagine that you are someplace else that when you look up at the ceiling that you're seeing a sky that's blue and beautiful and so it kind of just makes you feel like you're right there um it's a, it's a great letter and then i do have some i do have favorite poems too um poems about friendship and um things like that and i would be more than happy i don't know what our time is i can read a, one of my favorite poems if you don't mind um, i would love that Sure. Um, I have it handy here because <laughs> it is one of my favorites. It was one that was written um, on December 10th, 1941. And it goes like this. Um, a beautiful picture hangs on my wall, which never has spoken a word at all. And yet as it stands eternally still, it has a great message for all to fulfill. There is a figure with folded hands who hears all our problems and understands. There is a vase in a lovely pale gold where rose white magnolias gently unfold. And off in the distance, all through the day, the horizon is misty in pink, blue, and gray. What in its silence does this picture tell? Mysterious background, yet clear as a bell. I know what it says, all its days without end. There is nothing as dear as the heart of a friend. Oh, I officially love your aunt Sadie and I would like to claim her as my own, please. <laughs> my guest. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. You know, you, you mentioned that earlier that um, so many people have have reached out in, in different ways and said that they wish they had an aunt Sadie. And and that's a, a perfect example right there of why, how lovely and eloquent she was. Um, do you what was her background? Like, did she write professionally? Uh, was that even? an option for her at that um, time? She, I think she was like a secretary and she did love to write and she did love to write poems and she truly encouraged my mom in the letters, you know, um, to write and that anybody can do this and that it's not that difficult. You just have to sit down and do it and you can think of things too and you can put words to paper, you can put words to paper as well. Um, and so uh, she did marry, uh, eventually she married um, a professor. So she really was geared towards that academia and literature. Um, and he too, I found some things later on from him 
where he was a poet and a writer as well. So there was definitely a connection there. Mm-hmm. And she she loved to, like I said, write about flowers. Um, she was very in tune with the earth and the environment and protecting it. And so when I read those, she was way beyond her time. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it. Wow. Um, And, you know, and and again, to the title, um, Aunt Sadie's Letters of Hope and Healing. And as soon as I saw that, I I thought to myself, what what a time for this. What a time for a book like this, because, you know, the world is, uh, you know, chaotic at best right now. And and people's lives and emotions and, and everything is just simply chaotic. And, you know, what a wonderful gift to have. So um, I'm going to tell everybody listening right now, everybody needs this book in their life. So oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It's very inspirational. It's very yeah. uplifting. Um, sometimes when I start to tell the, the story and I start off with saying that it's about my mom who was hospitalized with polio, everybody, you know, you, you can see their face change and they get sad. And after, no, no, no. This is a good book. This is happy. This is uplifting. This is, um, it's not sad. It's a, it's actually very, very positive um, and encouraging. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, great life lessons are there, it sounds like. Just uh, ways to overcome and persevere and um, per- change your perspective and, exactly. And told in such a beautiful way, you know, in, in touching personal letters. I, I think that's in a way I feel like it's almost better than like reading a self-help book. You know what I mean? Because in a self-help book, somebody's going, OK, here's what you need to do. You should do this, do that. And then bullet points and lists. And and this is a, in a way it's a story. You know, you get you're immersed in this journey, um, your your mother's journey vicariously through these letters uh, how would I, I just, I, I saw the word that keeps coming to mind is gift. It's such a gift uh, to have something like this. Wow. Thank you. And you hit the nail on the head. I mean, that is exactly what it is. And that was what I was hoping would get conveyed when people read it and that they would, they would see it that way, that they would get from it what I was getting from it, even though it was so personal to me. I love that. And I picture, you know, as we talk throughout this whole thing, and I don't know if it's just a me thing, maybe it's a you thing too, that um, I, I see it all unfolding as a, as a movie. <laughs> like I, I see, you know what I mean? I, I see, you know, I always, my kids hint, laugh hint, at me when I say, <laughs> hint, hint, yes, but you can show them this and tell them this lady <laughs> said the same thing. I just picture, I picture like the opening scene of you walking up the stairs and opening up the closet and blowing off the dust off the wicker bed. I've already, I've already written the script. I've already written the script. In- <laughs> oh, thank you, Elsa. <laughs> you know, I always say it's, it's maybe not a movie for the big screen, but you know, one of those Hallmark. <laughs> Even better. Yeah you know, kind of loving, touching kind of, um, thing. Oh, I, I <laughs> yeah. love that. I think, <laughs> oh, that's so funny that you said that. <laughs> I think it's time to start shopping that script, Sherry. <laughs> right. Put me in the right direction. <laughs> I know. I, I, know. I, I will do my best. I will see what I can come up with here. Well, um, thank you. Thank you. I, Sherry, I, I'm just, I'm so glad you came on the show today. This is, you know, this is the, just the book we need to hear about and the book we need to read. And, um, and we also need to know where we can find it, where we can find you. If you're doing any book signing events or anything like that, I want to know everywhere we can find you. Okay. Not in a so creepy I, way. <laughs> no, it's available on Amazon. Um, I do have a Facebook page and Sadie's letters. I have not developed a website yet, um, but I would like to. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, like I said, it, it's available to Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart online. Um, it's also available in um, Kindle. Um, and I, I recently just got invited to the Corbett School District in Oregon um, for their literacy project and to have my book there. And so I'm very excited about that. That's that's just wonderful. I, I'm just thrilled to death about that yeah. opportunity. Um, so that's basically um, where it's at. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's the greatest way to, to find it. These days, everything, the best way to find somebody is Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's <laughs> perfect. Um, so any other projects in the, in the making or? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody asks me that. I know I should have a really straightforward answer. And unfortunately, I don't. That's okay. Um, I, I did think about um, at some point taking all of the poems and doing a separate book of just the poems. Oh, nice. um, but I haven't really gotten started on that. I've just been trying to get this book out and get the word out on it and just trying to market it and just kind of push this and then see where I can go. It, it's it's um, This journey has been a lot more difficult than you realize. I don't, you always think, oh, it's so easy. I'll just go publish a book. And <laughs> so much more involved in that. Uh, There's so much more to it. So it's, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, it really does. And, and you're so right. And, and it is consuming and there are so many layers to it. And then when you think you're done because you did this part, then there's the next thing that you need to do. And of course, promoting is so consuming. Um, and, And it's, and you know, as much as we love it, uh, is as exciting as it all is. It's also draining. So you almost need to like decompress, like from, from the extreme highs of it. And then, you know, then the lulls. So yeah, no, I totally understand that this is your focus right now. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> you're <laughs> so welcome. Well, you know, to state the obvious, um, if there is a future book, if this does become a movie, you know, not only do I want to be able to say, I, I knew you when, um, oh. I want you, I want you to come back and, and tell us about the next leg of the adventure, if you would. So, you know, absolutely, no, no I would pressure. be honored. <laughs> no, I would be honored. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much. I oh, very abs- much appreciate that. Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, Sherry Lynn Anderson, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on and learning all about your book. We look forward to uh, seeing you again in the future. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Elsa. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, guys, this has been the Writer's Tribe Talk Show with your host, Elsa Kurt. That was Sherry Lynn Anderson. Her book is Aunt Sadie's Letters of Hope and Healing or Healing and Hope. I got it right. I had to make sure. Hope and Healing. (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.